calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E.com forward slash M-O-T-I-V. If we have any listeners, uh, we're currently having some uh, technical difficulties. Uh, just give me, give us a few minutes. We're trying to figure this out. Uh, this is the Hot Corner Show. We'll be right back as soon as we figure out these technical issues. Sorry for the delay, guys. All right, testing, testing. One, two, three here. I don't know if any of you guys out there can hear me here, but it seems like we're having a little bit of technical di- technical difficulty. All right, so we're going to go ahead and try to get this thing kicked off. Not sure if anybody out there is able to hear us right now. If you're not, then you're not. If you are, then hey, great. Hopefully we're here for your listening pleasure. Um, It's your host here, Dr. Ray T., like we are every Wednesday night here on the Hot Corner with Manuel T. the III, the co-host, the other man who always makes this this happen and always gets it done. Uh, we got a couple of special guests also here. Uh, with us tonight, we got a great show lined up for you. Um, hopefully, you guys all out there can hear us now. Uh, we put a lot of work into this show, and we know it's going to be a great one. So, just to give you a little bit of a rundown, uh, we have our uh, health topic of the night. Actually, tonight is going to be about supplementation for your workouts. What type of things should you be taking? What type of things should you take before you work out? After you work out? Uh, during your workout, all kinds of different things. So for you guys out there that are always in the gym, this is a great show for you to make sure that all the money that you're spending on your subs um, is definitely going into um, into the right into the right kind of places here and, and is helping you achieve your goals. Um, in addition to that, we're also going to have David Dwarf back on, our CBS Miami lead sports writer, so we can talk some more Dolphins. Uh, awesome, awesome showing about the Dolphins this preseason so far. Uh, there's a lot of hype going on, and he'll give us a scoop, so get your Dolphins questions ready. Of course, we're going to be talking about fantasy baseball here. We're going to be talking about fantasy football. we got a lot going on, and we actually also have Mr. Jose Estrada from Lidliners and Lidliners.com on, and we're going to learn a little bit more about what Lidliners are and what they actually do. Uh, but right now, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our, our co-host, Mr. Manuel T. Furrow the third Manny, how you doing tonight, my friend? Hey, man, I'm doing uh, – I'm a, I'm a little frustrated, man. We're having some technical difficulties here. I don't know uh, what's going on with the audio here. Uh but we have no soundboard, Dr. Ray, and we had a bunch. We had a bunch of new uh, sounds to play today, especially with the sports dwarf segment and uh, some other little surprises there. But um, man, just uh, I hope everybody could hear us, and I, I, I hope uh, I hope we don't have any more problems. And I don't know what's going on here. I guess it's the weather, man. Weather's not cooperating. It's got to be. Who knows what's going on? Hopefully, um, hopefully there is something that we can do. Hopefully, we we will have a fix for this because uh, we definitely did have some very cool stuff lined up for you guys. And uh, again, just for your uh, listening pleasure out there, uh, some cool sound bites that we spent some time putting into. Um, but either way, you guys will get them sooner or later. Uh, no worries about that, Manny. Maybe we just overloaded the soundboards, which is so many great sounds. That the, we're breaking the internet. We're pulling a Kim Kardashian right now, a Kim <laughs> Kardashian. Um, our our sounds have just taken over, just broken the internet, just because of of, of the immense, just amazingness of them. So that that's a that's a definite possibility. I, I'm voting that that's what the problem it's all, is. It's um, always quality over quantity, Doctor Ray. Quality, brother. This is what we bring you here on the Hot Corner Show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, for all you guys out there listening, make sure we're also on Periscope right now. You can check out uh, Manny on Periscope, ISPS. Um, You can also check uh, Periscope. You can also uh, remember you guys can follow us on Twitter if you guys want to come converse with us there. You're always welcome to call into the show as well, too. want to remind you that the call-in number is 347-637-3978. Again, that's three four seven six three seven three nine seven eight. If you have any questions for for our sports dork, David Dork um, from CBS Miami, um, and also 
for you guys listening in. We're about to go to our first guest right now. Uh, normally, we play a little commercial, but our soundboard is down right now. We don't know what's going on. We're, we're not even going to worry about fixing it. We're just going to go straight talk tonight, um, and we're just going to keep you guys rolling through the show here. So anyway, what I want to do now is take the time to introduce our first guest. Um, again, his name is Jose Estrada from Lidliners and Lidliners.com. Uh, so let's go ahead and welcome him in. Jose, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How you guys doing over there? Doing well. It's good to have you on the show, Jose. So uh, for everybody out there listening, why don't you go ahead and let us know a little bit real quick what a Lidliner actually is because um, the name itself is kind of intriguing. People are probably wondering what the heck is a Lidliner. So go ahead and let them know, um, and then we'll get in a little bit to the social media and where they can find your products and where they can find you, and you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about all that. Well, great. Thanks again for having us. And uh, what a lid liner is, is they go inside your hat, and it's just an adhesive that sticks the lid liner inside the bill of the hat and so that it absorbs all the sweat from your forehead, all those oils, dirt, anything that accumulates on the headband of your hat. Instead of accumulating on the hat, it accumulates on the lid liner. Once you see that thing's dirty, just pop it out, pop in a new one, keeps your hat nice and fresh and clean. Very nice, man. I I know for everybody out there playing, that's a big deal out there. Uh, you know, even even for Manny, who doesn't even get to play in the tournaments, but out there setting them <laughs> up, it's like a hundred degrees out there all the time, and you know, rocking those hats, and you know, that sweat is gonna is gonna get them dirty, you know. So for your good hats, for your for your tournament hats, for your for your golf hats, for everything, little liners work for all these, right? Yes, definitely. It fits in any hat. Uh, we have firemen using them. We have guys wearing hard hats. Um, any any type of headwear that you have, uh, if it has a headband, the lid liner will stick onto that, and it doesn't leave any sticky residue behind. So once you're done with it, you just take it off. There's no sticky residue left behind, but it absorbs the sweat. It keeps your hats looking fresh. You won't get that salt ring stain on the outside of the hats, and you'll you know, your hats won't start to smell, especially when you get those nice new era fitted hats that you start to yeah. sweat in. Once they dry they shrink. So when you try and put on that hat again, it's always a little bit tighter. So you put this lid liner in, it's going to absorb the sweat, keep that off your hat. It really takes care of the hat. That's what we want to do. Yeah, not only that, and these these new era hats are, they're about 30 something dollars and stuff. They're expensive. Now, uh, Jose, um, I haven't really seen anything like this on the market. How long have you guys been... Um been out there when did you when did you first start lid liners it is a pretty new product my partner brought it to me back in 2010 2011 so we've been in the process of trying to get the product out to the market and to the mass but of course you know marketing is is the biggest key so we're we're very happy that you guys have us here on your podcast and we're just trying to get it out to everybody um they come in a pack of 16 so you know, the thing is that we want you to keep your hats looking fresh. Once that lid liner is dirty, take it out, pop in a new one. So it's uh, we've been out for a few years now, and it's a great product. We're trying to just get it out to everybody who has a hat. Awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, let me ask you, what what is it actually made of? Is it, is it like a silk? Is it like a cotton? What What is it? I'm, I'm looking at it right now at lidliners.com for all you guys out there uh, listening in. If you're listening in, if we're still having technical difficulties, but what is it actually made out of, Jose? It's made out of 100% cotton. We didn't want to put any dyes into that because we didn't want. That's the whole thing behind lid liners. We want to to avoid irritation, redness from when you put it on a dirty hat. You know, after you sweat in a hat, then you put a, a hat back on. You're putting on that dirty hat over and over again, and you get that redness, get that irritation, maybe breakouts. So we didn't want to put anything in the lid liner. It's 100% cotton. Um, it's, uh, that's what it's made out of. And it's super absorbent cotton with a few layers in there so that it absorbs the sweat designed specifically to fit inside your hat. Wow. That's a really great idea. Um, how long would you say on average, one of these last, let's say, you know, let's say it's a daily hat and, and, uh, how do you know when to change them out? Well, and that's the thing, you know, I, I've used them golfing cause that's where I use them most. Um, whenever I wear a hat, I'm, I'm usually golfing. If it's a hot day, maybe nine holes, I take a look at it, and I know I'm sweating out there, and I just pull it out, squeeze it. You can squeeze all the sweat that comes out of that thing, pop in a new one. If you're wearing a hat just around town, uh, you know, you can probably leave one in there for about a week or two. 
So it really depends on the sweat, how much sweat you have. But uh, that, that's, uh, you know, I leave that up to each person. Um, you want to keep them fresh. You want to keep it, you know, um, defeating the purpose is keeping it in there and it turning brown and, you know, you, you got to switch them out. So that's what we want our customers to do is keep it fresh, keep them looking good. Now, Jose, I, I got a question for you. What what about the future? I know I know you don't want to put any type of chemicals or stuff like that, but what about like natural scents like some uh some mint or some maybe keep it even uh keep your hat smelling good also, man. I don't we know, are, maybe we I are, got, maybe I gotta charge you for that idea. Hold on. Be there careful we go. how you answer that. <laughs> there we go, there we go. We are actually working on something like that. We want it to be and an inner layer so it doesn't affect, so it doesn't touch your skin at all. So we are working on that. We're also working on something where right now the whole lid liner is white. Um, we're working on a two colors, so the bottom will be black, the top will be white. So most headbands on the hats right now are black so that you don't see anything. I mean, I wear mine a little bit higher, so no one, nobody even knows I have a lid liner in my hat. But sometimes you'll see the little white under, you know, the headband. So that's what we're working on, those two things. There are a couple of things. This is a new product. This is the first product we bought to the market. Bottom line is it works great. Um, the appearance, we're going to work on that and you know, so that everybody's happy. Man, that sounds great. Uh, you, you know, I think colors, that's the way to go. That's really something that makes people out there uh, very curious and want to buy multiple ones you know you guys can come out with color packs all kinds of stuff this is an exciting thing i'm looking right now at lidliners.com and, and for all you guys that have questions out there um they actually have an faq section and, and we talked a lot about what they have there um as well too there's a lot of uh a lot of people out there that are endorsing the lid liners and and what's going on with them i suggest you guys go to the web page and check it out um, Jose, what made you what made you kind of get into this? What what told you this is the way to go? What what made you come up with this product? Was there like a hat that you loved that got trashed, or what happened? You know what? I gotta I gotta put that all on my partner. He's actually the inventor of the product. Um, he would go through. He worked in a warehouse and he'd sweat hats out daily, and he'd just go through hats left and right. And finally, he just had. He's just like, we gotta have something that's gonna absorb the sweat. And it's going to keep, you know, my hats looking clean and fresh. So we just got to the drawing board, started designing it, got the product in, put it in, and it worked. So, yeah, I'm going to have to give that to my partner. He's the one that came up with the idea uh, because he was ruining so many hats. You know, we're in our 30s now. We're the ones that buy the hats. Um, the young kids, they don't have, you know, the parents are buying them hats still. They don't care. They can, you know, just keep buying them. But once, you, once we buy a new hour hat for $30, $40, we don't want to ruin that thing. I had a hat one time. Uh, I bought a brand new Hurley hat. It was black. Wore it to the golf course one day. Ruined it. Sweated out. Faded. And it was my new award again. So that's that's yeah. kind of where we came up with the idea. My partner, he's uh, he's the inventor. Awesome, man. Well, Jose, man, I know I know you're at a doctor's appointment, um, but man, this is a, a, a Amazing product, man! I can't wait to uh, to see it in in uh, in person. I know uh, you sent us some samples, and uh, we're eager to see them, man. Thank you, thank you so much. Remind everybody out there where they could uh, they could see you guys and and uh, contact you on social media and stuff. Definitely, we have uh, we have uh, well. First of all, you guys have it on your website. Uh, you guys are selling the packages on your website there. Um, you guys have a discount code that uh, you can give out and customers go to your website. Um, they can buy them there or they can go to our website, use the discount code that you're giving out and they'll get $2 off a pack of lid liners. Um, you can go to our website, of course, it's lidliners.com. You can follow us on Instagram, uh, lidliner, at lidliners. Uh, we got Twitter, uh, Estrada LL. Um, that's our Twitter account. So yeah, we're just uh, trying to get the word out and um, it's a great product. We've had anyone who and, uses it just says it's a great idea. And how much are they for the for the pack? You said sixteen, right? How much is the pack? Yes, you get sixteen in a pack, and they retail for eight ninety nine. So again, uh, use your discount code to get two dollars off. So that'd be Not six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And uh, for for all of our listeners and um, everybody out there on the replay and everything, the the discount code is ISPS, and you guys can just go to lidliners.com. 
and buy it right there under their, um, what do you guys have, like a shopping cart, right? Yeah, you go in the shopping cart, put the packs in, and that's $2 off each pack. So if you have oh, nice. multiple packs, you get the $2 off each pack. And they put that discount code in there, and they'll get that discount. Awesome, man. All right. Awesome. That's that sounds great. Well, Jose, we want to thank you for joining us again. And, and uh, anytime that Manny and I come across something that we think will be good for our listeners out there, um, we're excited to have it on the show. So thank you uh, for coming on. Um, feel free. Anytime you guys come out with something new, like I said, you get those colors, you put some essential oils in there, whatever the case is, you know, you guys start uh, coming out with some new products because you, your product out there that's great and is working and everybody's loving is blowing up. Uh, let us know. We'll be we'll be happy to get you back on the show here um, and letting everybody know and, and update you about everything that's going on. So again, uh, Jose, thanks for joining us. We're going to go ahead and uh, keep moving here on the show. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move into actually our little ISPS segment that we are constantly trying to bring you guys information about all the ISPS uh, events that are coming on. Uh, so Manny's going to go ahead and take over here. We had some awesome music to play for you guys in the background here. But, again, our uh, our soundboard is giving us some difficulty. So, Manny, go ahead and get us going here. Tell us, fill us in what's going on with the ISPS All events right. here. All right. Thank you, Dr. Ray. And, yeah, man, we had some some really cool uh, news, uh, you know, Channel 6 uh, breaking news type of uh background music but uh like we mentioned earlier our soundboard is currently down uh but anyways really quick uh we have some isps events international slow pitch softball events that we want to bring to you guys uh august 29th in st augustine florida we're going to have a men's tournament at treaty park uh then at the same Venue, September 12th in St. Augustine, Florida. We're going to have a uh, North Florida Championship Series tournament. Whoa. We have some uh, crazy drivers out there. Um, Then that same weekend over here in Kendall, Florida at uh, Kendall Indian Hammocks, uh, beautiful Kendall Indian Hammocks Park, we have uh, a rescheduled Super Z hit my stick because uh, a couple of weeks ago we were not able to uh, to host the event because uh, we actually got rained out and uh, we had some discussions with the park and uh, they actually canceled before noon, which was uh, very, very uh, disappointing to us and to our all of our players. But anyways, we rescheduled. Uh, be on the lookout September 12th. Then September 13th, up in Dunedin, Florida, we have a co-ed softball tournament up in Dunedin, Florida. September 26th, back at Mills Softball Complex, Mills Pond Softball Complex. This is a a cash tournament for upper and lower men's. Then the North Florida Championship co-ed tournament is October 10th, up in St. Augustine. And, of course, our World Championships, which is November 7th weekend in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. There is just 72 days, 13 hours, 36 minutes, and 54 seconds left for that. And really quick, um, Dr. Ray, if you if you let me talk about this, um, Mario Soldiers, a, um, a nonprofit organization that I started, me and my family and, and uh, my friends, we started uh, on behalf of my younger brother who passed away in Iraq. We're going to be hosting a uh, Chip In for Children 7th Annual Charity Golf Tournament, November 14th at Crandon Golf Course. If you or anyone you know plays golf, please uh, have them visit mariosoldiers.org and uh, come out, honor a soldier, play some golf, and make a difference uh, all the proceeds go to help children in honor of fallen soldiers. Um, so that's pretty much it, Dr. Ray. Um, talking health next. Yes, sir. It's time to get into some of that health, and it's it's usually nice to have these little commercial breaks, man. We got to get this sound yeah, more fixed, but uh, I'm telling you, it really it really makes the flow happen. So uh, let me see. Maybe I can work I really on my hope, British accent. I, I really hope everybody out there is listening in, man. I I, I really hope this is being uh, broadcasted because if not, this is this is, this is really going to get me upset tomorrow morning. 
<laughs> well, don't worry about it, my man. The, the great part about it is, is that if nobody's out there listening, hey, at least we're having a great conversation. Um, yeah. And and when we do get to redo the show, then everybody will have some some good practice for it. So that'll be good as well too. But uh, regardless, let's talk a little bit of health here before we get uh, to our sports section with uh, with David Dorf from CBS Miami. And what we're going to talk about today is working out. Last week we talked a little bit about how to get back into working out and the ways to, to kind of ease into it so that you don't get injured, so that you don't lose all the work that you put in with all your exercise. Um, so real important, once you go ahead and you get your workout back on and you say, you know what, this is something I want to do and, and continue lifestyle-wise, really, really important that what we do is – especially for guys that want to get as much out of it as possible, supplement correctly. So there's tons of workout supplements out there, bodybuilding.com, GNC has tons of stuff. Um, what I want to do is give you guys a general idea of, you know, some basics, what to do before your workout, what to do in the middle of your workout, and what to do after your workout, and also a little bit of why so that you have an idea. Um, so basically, let's go ahead and let's start before your workout. Uh, what you guys need to remember is that the whole point of exercise and working out is to break your muscles down so that they can build back up stronger in response to the stresses that you put on them. So obviously, the more stress that you put on your body, the more that it's going to have to respond. But sometimes you stress your body too much, and that's when you get injured. So that's why we want to slowly build this up. You know, we want we don't want to start where we, uh, you know, left off like 10 years ago when you were lifting in high school, that kind of thing. You got to start slow, like we talked about last time. And these supplements can really help in recovery. They can really help you get through your workouts, especially in the beginning when your body's not used to getting all these things done. So let's talk a little bit about what, what we can do kind of pre-workout. So pre-workout normally, this is when you want something that's going to help with energy production. So depending on different types of goals, you're going to have different types of supplements that you can take. So if you need to have a high-impact workout, high-intensity high workout, you're going to be uh, keeping your heart rate up a lot. You're going to be doing a lot of movements, those kinds of things. Some of the things that you want to do are to uh, get caffeine into your system a little bit. That's always great. And that's a big, big part of a lot of different types of pre-workout supplements. So a lot of pre-workout supplements nowadays, like how they have in GNC and so on and so forth, um, will cause you to uh, – kind of get a little bit amped up, you know, kind of give you some of that feeling. I will tell you that you want to start very slow with the pre-workouts. If you take a pre-workout and it's making you feel jittery, that could be a sign uh, that you're going to be sick when you're done working out. That's not a great feeling. It's hard to work out when you have to try to not throw up while you're working out. So I recommend the first time that you go work out and you use a pre-workout that you test it out before, um, you know, and, and don't ruin a workout in that from, from feeling sick. Um, so start with a, with a half dose, with a, with a with one dose. You know, don't overdo it. More pre-workout is not necessarily a good thing. Okay, again, if you don't need pre-workout, that's even better. Um, in my opinion, you know, for those guys that are out there working the night shift and that kind of stuff, and you got to get some energy up so you can so you can work out and stress your body in a controlled manner, it's something that can be a valuable tool. But definitely be careful with that. You don't want to overdose on the pre-workout. Um, my fiance actually had a funny story. There's this uh, pre-workout that's called Hyde, and that stuff is like, man, that stuff is like rocket fuel right there. You take that, and I guarantee you're going to be up the wall. But she took one scoop of that, and she literally would go and do a set and go and vomit and go and do a set and vomit. And, and it, it's a funny story now, but that's not something that you want to do. That's not that's not productive for a workout. It's also not very healthy for you um, because it, it may it may leave you with an uncontrollable heart rate, those kinds of things. And then you may want it to be to to be counteracting that with some sort of a depressant afterward, and that's never good to try to take a stimulant and a depressant to try to get back to the middle. So be very careful with the pre-workouts. Um, I would say that as far as nutrition goes, it's always good to get complex carbohydrates before you get into the gym if you're trying to work out. If you're trying to burn fat, fasted cardio is a good way to do it so you don't have any energy in your body that you're putting in calorie-wise. Um, and you're just burning saved calories. That's a good thing to do early in the morning, those kinds of things. But if you want to get a good workout, build muscle, those kinds of things, and you're doing a, a resistance training, complex carbohydrates like sweet potato, uh, brown rice, um, nut butters, these things are very good for you before the workout because they're going to give you some sustainable energy, some carbohydrates that aren't going to spike your blood sugar right away and then have you crash in the middle of your workout. 
but instead give you some sustained energy. So that's always a good idea. Um, so pre-workout, you know, I think that if you want to be as healthy as possible, as natural as possible, you know, like a, maybe like a puffed brown rice cake and, and uh, a little bit of, of just black coffee, you know, dark roast kind of a black coffee, you get some caffeine or some green tea, you know, something like that to get a little caffeine in the system and uh, some, some complex carb. And that, to me, is a great workout. Um, now, during your workout, there are some things that you can take also to keep your energy up, especially if you're doing some endurance training, those kinds of things. Uh, ribose is a sugar that actually that actually is used right away by the mitochondria to make more energy. So that's a great way to sustain energy. Um, ribose is a specific sugar. There's a lot of products out there that carry that. And uh, there's some companies that I work with that, that sell a ribose powder that you can even sprinkle on top of like a snack of, you know, like I said, like maybe some, some brown rice and, and some nuts and those kinds of things and some ribose, and that'll really give you some sustained energy for a long time uh, for the runners out there, for the cyclists out there. You know, those gel packs that the cyclists take that they're all sugar and they're, you know, those things say, oh, get energy during your workout. You know, it, you're going to have a crash and that's going to actually limit your performance instead of enhancing it um, in the long term. So getting some, some slow, complex sugars into your system will help give you sustainable energy uh, for those people out there that, that are, you know, doing endurance training. If you're working out and you're just trying to build muscle, you know, you're doing cross training, these kinds of things, and you're not working out for more than an hour at a time as far as resistance or cardio go, you don't really need to worry too much about these types of things. Um, this is more for kind of endurance, endurance athletes, those kinds of things. Now, post-workout, this is when it gets really important. All right, post-workout is when you're going to have the most amount of supplementation change. And, and, you know, sometimes people are a little confused and they take protein before their workout, but you have about an hour window um, where your body's going to kind of absorb protein a little bit differently after your workout. It's extremely important, especially with a high-intensity workout, that you get protein in right away because when you work out, you actually give yourself a little bit of a leaky gut to a certain extent, and getting that protein in will actually help protect your stomach as well too. So it's very, very good. The glutamine, which is an amino acid, is very good for the stomach and also good to help you uh, rebuild muscle as well too. But BCAAs or branched-chain amino acids are a very, very common supplement. And this is something that, again, you can take um, in the morning, you know, on a regular basis with your foods. It's very good to help your body detoxify. Um, but also post-workout, it's something that, that can really be beneficial. Um, amino acids are the building blocks of protein. So every protein is made up of amino acids. And your muscles are, in essence, protein. So in order to rebuild muscle, you need these amino acids. So amino acids are very important post-workout, uh, before bed, these kinds of things. This is when your body's going to be repairing. So always remember, carbohydrate before, caffeine before, during, if you need to get some extra energy, ribose and complex carbs are a good idea. And then also post-workout, this is when you want to take those recovery type of, of supplements. They're always going to have amino acids in there and proteins. And there's different types of proteins. You know, for anybody that has health concerns, the type of protein that you're going to be taking in is going to be important to you. You know, obviously, if you have uh, lactose intolerance or these types of issues, you don't want to go with a whey or a casein type of a protein because it's going to basically give you, you know, irritable bowel. It's going to cause these types of problems with you. So when you get to picking your protein, it's important that you try to rule out any type of health concerns first. If you don't have any issues with your stomach, if you don't have any autoimmune conditions, if you don't have any type of immune system, allergies, anything like that, any lactose intolerance, if you can drink milk and eat dairy and you're fine, then it doesn't really matter too much for you. Whey is a great idea. Caffeine is a, is a great idea. Um, egg protein is another one that's very common with people that are trying to build muscle because it has the, the right type and the right profile of the amino acids. But one thing that you want to be careful with, as I mentioned, is trying to avoid dairy if you have any type of sensitivity. Um, but protein is extremely important for building those muscles back up, and that's definitely something that you want to go ahead and, and, and take post-workout in that one-hour window um, so that you can absorb it, protect your stomach, and also so that you can uh, get better here. Now, another thing that really helps out supplementation-wise when you're working out is omega-3 fats. Um, and the reason is omega-3 fats are anti-inflammatory. When you work out, as I mentioned before, what you're doing is you're breaking your muscle down. 
to your immune system, what you're doing is causing a problem. So your immune system says, whoa, we need some inflammation. We got to go heal this area. We got to go take care of it. And so what that does is it creates some inflammation. So what we want to do is we want to decrease inflammation as much as possible so the immune system can concentrate on doing what it needs to, and that's rebuilding your muscles in response to the stress that you just put onto it. So um, regulating the immune system is a very, very important thing as well, too. And omega-3 fatty acids really help with that. In the American diet, like we've talked about a lot of times on the show, we get way more omega-6 and omega-9 in saturated fats than we do omega-3. And this makes people a lot of times inflammatory. So, you know, you it, working up through pain and being sore is a natural thing. But if every time you work out, you're getting hurt and you're hurting yourself more, there could be something else that we need to uh, that we need to address and take a look at. So for you guys out there that are working out and getting injured all the time, this is a sign that, again, there may be some, some immune system issues, some inflammatory issues, but that's really what you want to avoid because every time that you have to stop and take a break, you're losing all the work that you put out. So remember that if you're not using it, you're losing it. When it comes to working out, you got to be able to build a foundation, and then you got to keep building on top of that foundation. It's kind of like playing Jenga. You want to make sure that you're pulling the pieces from the right spot so that that tower can get up as high as it possibly can because once you stop it, it all comes falling down. So very important to keep building the right way. And if you supplement the right way, it can really help you as well too. Again, in recovery time and, and all those different things. So if you guys are interested more in supplementation specifically for you and for your goals, we talked a lot about kind of some general things here tonight. I'm open to, uh, again, to your, to your questions. My ears are all yours. Um, all the knowledge that I have regarding these things for, for the listeners of the show, I'd be more than happy to get out there. Any specific workout questions or any questions like that that you guys have about how to supplement, that's what I'm here for. All right, so again, go ahead and tweet us uh, throughout the week if you like, whatever you guys need. Um, not only do I have a bachelor's in exercise physiology, I was also a trainer for seven years. I even taught group exercise, don't tell anybody, but step class, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, imagine me up in the front of a room, 60 girls teaching step up at Florida State. Now, that was that was some fun <laughs> times, as a matter of fact, now I that bet. I'm thinking about it. But <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, that was actually a lot of fun. But at the same time, the knowledge is there, um, and I'm always keeping up with it. You know, that's my job to make sure that I know everything that's going on regarding your health. And working out is a big part of it. So, again, any questions that you guys have out there, more than happy to help you out with it. Um, but we're going to go ahead and move on to the next part of the, sh uh, the show here. Uh, Manny, why don't you go ahead and introduce our next guest here, and let's go ahead and, and let's start talking a little bit of some what? Miami Dolphins football. Man, I had a, I had a surprise for him, man. We, we, we're we working on a new segment called the Sports Dwork uh, with David Dwork. Um but man, like we like we said earlier on the show, we have we've been having some technical difficulties here on the soundboard. Let me try. Give me one second. Let me try to play his intro. See if it plays now. Do you hear anything? Nothing, right? Nope. Soundboard. No, no, down. no. I, I man, you know what? You know what? Anyways, uh, David Dwork, I believe he's on the show with us tonight. David, are you there? I'm here. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Thanks again for coming on the show, David. Thank you, man. No, it's my pleasure, man. Good time. Oh, yeah. What did you think about the Dolphins in the uh, in the in the last preseason game? Yeah, you know, um, it was you know similar to the first game where you're happy with how the starters played. You know, they they looked good when it counted. They went into halftime with the lead again. Um, you know, obviously, it's a little disheartening that the backups are struggling as much as they are. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, uh, you know, we're getting the good where it matters the most. So I'm really just trying to focus on that. And, you know, we'll see as we go into the next couple preseason games, and especially the last one for the backups, we'll really give them a chance to continue working their way through uh, the preseason and see if they can improve enough to make us feel a little bit more comfortable. But, you know, just like with any other year, as long as they can avoid the injury bug and stay healthy for the most part, uh, it looks like their ones are really, really good, really on point. So, yeah. you know, assuming they can stay healthy, I think uh, we're going to actually enjoy the season. 
Well, that sounds good to me. You know, and talking about injury-wise, uh, you know, kind of something that we're starting to see a little bit more of a trend of is uh, Jamar Taylor, who, uh, you know, seems to have kind of locked down the uh, the opposite corner uh, from Brent Grimes, who's obviously our star corner. But uh, he had a nice pick in the beginning of the game, seemed like he was playing well, and then all of a sudden injured, limping off the field. Um, and I think at first it was diagnosed as a, a strain or a, excuse me, a bruised quad. Do you have any more information on Jamar and kind of what's going on there with him and um, any idea about that cornerback job? Uh, yeah, Jamar, he was held out of practice uh, with the, with the, you know, the thigh quad injury. And uh, it's really a day-to-day thing. It's nothing too serious. I don't think they're worried about him missing any regular season time. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're not going to see him on Saturday unless there's a, mid turnaround but I mean even so you don't want to risk anything at this point uh and as you said he's looked really good so far he had the pick last week and it's really it's still kind of up in the air though who's going to get that second cornerback job it's between Jamar and it's uh Bryce McCain and they've been seen rotating the two between the nickel corner and the main corner so I think that it seems they're comfortable with both guys both guys have looked good during practices um, so it's just going to come down to who makes more plays and who the coaches feel the most comfortable with before September 13th. But based on what I've seen, I think either way will be okay. Nice. Well, yeah, David, um, I'm here reading your um, – you took out the top NFL fantasy football rookies for 2015, and I just watched Jameis Winston in uh, – I believe it was his second or third um, – preseason game and I know we have a uh Jameis Winston fanboy my uh my lovely Woo-hoo. co-host my lovely co-host Dr. Ray is a uh, Jameis Winston fanboy um <laughs> and actually my one of one of my close friends he he did some mock drafting and he's actually picking up Jameis Winston in, in most of his mocks uh as his second second string quarterback what do you what do you think about that and what do you think about Jameis Winston uh for fantasy this year? Uh, I mean, Jameis Winston, so far, he's passed the eye test. He's looking the part of a starting NFL quarterback. Seems as though his game's transitioning well to uh, the NFL style. Uh, Fantasy-wise, it's difficult to say. I mean, the good thing is that he's got a couple really good receivers in Mike Evans and Vincent Jackson. They've got the young uh, Austin Seraphin Jenkins as their tight end. So he does have weapons around him. The question is, with rookies, more times than not, they're going to hit that rookie wall at some point. They're not used to playing such a long schedule. And, you know, in college, it's much shorter. They don't play as many games. They don't practice as long. So it's just a matter of how good of shape is he in, how hard was he working during the offseason to prepare for such a heavy workload. Personally, I feel as though unless you're in a two-quarterback league where you need three quarterbacks, if you're in a one-quarterback league, I feel more comfortable with, you know, somebody a little bit more stable as my backup quarterback. But, again, it's kind of a high-risk, high-reward thing with Jameis because he's looked good so far. It's just a matter of we'll be able to sustain it throughout the entire season. What do you think about that, Dr. Ray? I couldn't agree with it anymore. And, uh, you know, one thing that I would say also is it depends on your league settings. If you're in a league also that does not necessarily have – so much negative impact as far as interceptions and turnovers. Um, Jameis Winston might be a little bit better of a play there, you know, um, but like we saw in his senior year, or excuse me, not his senior year, but his last year at Florida State, um, which was actually his sophomore year, we did see a lot of turnovers. Um, and that may be something that can really impact you in your league, depending on if you get minus two points for that, you know. So if he throws a touchdown but has three picks in one game, you know, you're you're going to be relying on yardage. So, um, like David mentioned, having those weapons around him, it looks like the running game could be there this year because, you know, they have to respect the pass game a little bit more. But both Sims and Martin have looked pretty solid coming out of the backfield shifty. If they can stay healthy, they're going to be in pretty good shape. But he does have red zone weapons in Mike Evans. He's got a downfield threat in Mike Evans. He's got a, a tight end that can run the seam. 
He's got Vincent Jackson, who I don't know if you if you saw, but I love the camera angles that they had on that Monday night football game. Uh, there was one where Jameis was rolling out to the left, and Mike Mike Evans actually got a uh, pass interference call on it. But just, you know, walking the line and tiptoeing right there and catching the ball, you know, probably that was six feet out of bounds, and he just kind of fell down catching it with his toes in bounds. That's the type of receivers that Jameis has. So I really think that he could be very productive this year. Um, like I said, he's got the weapons, he's got the surrounding cast, but like Lenny Melnick always says, a rookie is a rookie is a rookie. And, uh, there's definitely going to be some turnovers as he learns the game and as he adjusts to the speed that, that is in the NFL. Um, and that, I think you kind of saw that the first game that he played, he definitely wasn't used to that. Um, and you know, Jameis is going to be Jameis and he's going to make mistakes, but I think he's going to find a way to win. Um, so I, I think the Bucks. They, they do have a pretty good quarterback there in, in Jameis Winston, and he could be pretty good in fantasy, especially later on in his career. So if you're drafting in a fantasy in a fantasy league and, and it's a redraft, you know, second-string quarterback probably is a good idea. If he ends up becoming great, hey, maybe you can trade the guy that you had as your first-string quarterback. Uh, but in dynasty leagues, I would say try to get your hands on him if you can because I think he's got a bright future. And I may be a little bit biased because I believe Garnet and Gold, but at the same time, um, it's, it's hard to deny that he's not threading the ball and, and putting it in places that it needs to be. Um, it's also easy to say that he's always going to try to be kind of a Brett Favre type and just sling that ball and try to fit it into windows. And sometimes he's going to succeed and make an amazing play. And sometimes it's going to be a pick six. So you got to take the good with the bad, especially in the beginning years. What do you think, Manny? How, do, how does that sound to you as a, as a hurricane fan? <laughs> oh man, how I hate this guy, man! I hate Jameis Winston, man. <laughs> no, but let me tell you something. In my in my fantasy, I don't I don't really pick up rookies, man. Look at look at uh, look at Johnny Football last year. Okay, remember remember our bet from last year, Doctor Ray, that I I said uh, Johnny Football was uh, he probably wasn't going to make it through his uh, freshman year of, of NFL probably gonna get uh, destroyed out there <laughs> i i do remember and that why don't why don't we ask david david what do you think about johnny football we we didn't really have you on last year or last season uh what do you, what are your thoughts on on old johnny football <laughs> um <laughs> i have to laugh just thinking about it just because he's such a clown um yeah know, it, it seems like maybe he's figured it out a little bit after the uh yeah, I, I don't know, infamous rookie season that he had. Uh, he seems to understand that you can't just be a group like you were in college when the entire NFL world is focused on you. I mean, he's got the physical skills, but I think with him it's just a, a thing about understanding what it takes to win and succeed in the NFL and do it consistently. Uh, you know, it's fun watching him play in college. He's a very exciting player. He's the kind of guy that you like to watch that fans are going to pay money to show up for. But you have to wonder, you know, is this the kind of guy who can sustain an entire NFL season? If he can turn that into a career, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. But uh, for now, I'm definitely uh, – <laughs> I think it would be like a 50-team lead before he ended up on my fantasy roster. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I couldn't agree with that anymore. I – uh uh, definitely somebody I'm trying to stay away from uh, again as well too until he proves it and I would say just one season for me wouldn't even be enough either I would have to see a couple seasons of him playing well and and staying injury free as well too you know man that's really what we talked about uh was what are the hits going to be like for him with that you know the frame he's got you know Jameis is a is a big boy he's a rookie but he's a big boy you know he can take a he can take a punch but you know even though he's elusive uh, you know, look at RG3. He's really struggled a lot because he doesn't have that big frame, you know. Um, so that's that's an issue there. And, and we'll see if he can if he can sustain a full season and, and play well. But, you know, that's somebody else that I wanted to ask you about, David. I don't know how much you uh, follow the Redskins there, but what do you think about RG3 saying that he's he's uh, the number one quarterback in the league? Oh, my I, God. That's... I mean, he's, you know, he's obviously delusional, but you can't blame a guy for having that kind of confidence in himself. I mean, that's, you know, that's what you want when you're a professional athlete. You want to always be thinking that you're the best. You want to be thinking that you have the ability to succeed. So, you know, I'm not going to knock him so much for having the confidence. 
But you got to also have the common sense that if you say something like that, you're going to get a little bit of backing from, you know, the media is going to come back at you a little bit. And to turn around and criticize the media for criticizing him for saying that, you know, I guess it's kind of like uh, Johnny Football, but not as that. He's just got to get his head on straight. Uh, because like you were saying, you know, he, he's not the kind of quarterback that's going to be able to take hits and the style of game that he had what succeeded in his rookie year but got him hurt in the, in the long run. You know, he's going to have to figure out how to be more of a pocket passer, use his speed to be elusive, getting out of the pocket, not so much running downfield where he can get clocked by linebackers. Uh, but, yeah. you know, as far as this season, he's already gotten hurt. Um, the chemistry isn't really forming with the receivers the way they wanted it to based on what I've been reading. So it seems like uh, unless something really changes in the next couple of weeks, I feel like the Dolphins' defense is going to eat them alive with one. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's a, a good matchup for the Dolphins, uh, definitely one where looking at looking at the offense right now should be a, a, a game that we can get ahead early and, and stay ahead and, you know, see what we can do there against the Redskins. Uh, and I, I am partial to the Redskins. I like the, the Skins. Um, but I got to say, I'm, I'm a full, full out just Dolphins fan right now, supporting these guys. Um, loving what's going on here down in South Florida. There's a lot of buzz, a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm excited. Mathis, oh, yeah, I know. And, uh, and I was real excited, too. Of, you know, I was thinking maybe we can get Evan Mathis to sign it. But now he's he's gone somewhere else, and he's made a team, I think, that was already looking pretty strong, even stronger. What do you think about that Evan Mathis signing over with the Broncos? Uh, it's a great fit for them. You know, I was a little upset that Miami didn't go down that route. Uh, they're obviously comfortable with what they have. But uh, Mathis, you know, he pitched the Broncos. There was word that because Denver signed him for four million, and some of it's incentive based. He he turned down an offer from a team that uh, you know gave him what he wanted, gave him five point five million. So he you know he obviously wanted to go somewhere where he's going to have the best chance to win a Super Bowl. You can't fault him for picking Denver if Miami, you know, let's say Miami was the team that made that offer. Miami made, an, you know, a lesser offer. He, you know, he wanted to go to Denver. We didn't really know, leading up to his signing, what his mindset was. We didn't know if he just was waiting for a contender, if he was waiting for the biggest contract offer. And now that we see it, you know, it makes sense. But, you know, still, I, I'm a little disappointed that he didn't come to Miami. It would have been cool if he had came here and said he came here because he thought they gave him a great chance to win a ring. But unfortunately, the Dolphins aren't quite there yet. They certainly look like they could get there with the team they have right now. But until they do it, you know, they got to prove it first. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know about you guys, <laughs> yeah, man. Manny says we're going. Manny says we're going. Well, I think we we're definitely going. have the, the tools. In, we got the tools in place. Um, what did you think about Walt Aikens and Michael Thomas back there? They, they both looked like they uh, came up and helped a little bit in, in the run in the run game. Uh, what did you think? And did you think one of them kind of separated themselves a little more? Or do you think we're going to see a lot of rotation back there trying to replace Louis Delma? Uh, I think as long as they keep playing how they've been playing, you're probably going to see Aikens more than Thomas. The coaches really like Aikens. You know, he's a product of the Dolphins. They drafted him last year, and he's developed nicely from last year to this year. He's certainly put in the work during the offseason. But, you know, in the same coaching, Michael Thomas, he's also done the same thing. He's done nothing but get better and endear himself to the coaching staff since he was here. And, I mean, nobody got off on a better foot than Michael Thomas did intercepting that Brady pass to win that game two years ago. So, you know, both of them are in good graces with the coaching staff. They're both making plays when they're on the field. You know, they still have things that they need to improve on, but it's not going to be as steep of a drop-off as if, you know, Brandon Albert goes down again or, you know, another player who maybe the position doesn't have as much depth, like if we lose Koa Misi again. Uh, so, luckily, you know, the Dolphins were pretty well backed up at the safety position with Aikens and Thomas because, you know, as you said, they both get out there. You, you see both of them throughout the course of a game. So it's nice that Miami's got that option. And I'd love to see Aikens, you know, continue to just run with the job. You know, he could be like one of those late-round picks that ends up having a long NFL career. He's got the skills and he's got the size. So we just got to see if he continues to ascend. All right. Manny, you got something for David now? I know that you uh, you said you had some questions for him earlier. I just want to make sure that you got them all out of your system here. Man, I just had um, 
Man, I had the intro and the outro for you, David, today, man. Like like I, I, I told you I had a, a surprise for you, man. We worked really hard on it. Dr. Ray, you heard it. Dr. Ray loved it. Uh, but, man, I, I, I'm, I promise you we're going to get this right. I don't know what's going on with our soundboard, but um, maybe we overloaded, like Dr. Ray said, too much quality, man, too much quality of, uh, of awesome stuff here on our soundboard. But, man, we... we yeah. uh, we uh, we started a new segment here called The Sports Dwork with David Dwork. Um, David, again, thank you for being on the show. Remind everybody um, where they could see you. I mean, so not see. Well, maybe they can see you if you have some pictures up, but uh, where they can yeah, contact you, can... you on social media and where they can read your column. Uh, social media, it's just at David Dwork, D-W-O-R-K, on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you can read all my stuff at uh, cbsmiami.com. Just click on the sports page, and uh, it'll all be right there for you. Uh, there's also I have a blog, the uh, to work on sports blog uh, that I update at least once a week. So you know, there's plenty of content. And uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to love to talk some dolphins. Awesome, man. All right, awesome. Danny, don't don't yeah. worry about it. Like I'll you know I'll get it next week. I appreciate you putting in the work. Oh, no problem, man. And, and and ask Dr. Ray. Dr. Ray, how did you like it, man? Did you like the intro and outro for uh, the sports dork? Yeah, I was really looking forward to it, man. It was great. I think it's going to be an awesome part of the show. Uh, definitely something out there to just keep everybody, like, you know, entertained and, and keep them going and, and really moving the flow, the, the flow of the show. I think it was awesome. Manny did a great job putting that all together, as as you do with everything. So, you know, I definitely want to thank you for all the hard work that you put in. Uh, Mandy, uh, sent, uh, Andy, uh, yeah, Mandy sending me texts at like 10:30 at night, like check this out. You know, so I know he's working hard. But uh, you know, that's that's what we do, man. We work hard here to bring some quality out there for our listeners. And you know, now we we've got a great uh, source here with David. So David, we definitely want to thank you again as well. Um, and and for all the local listeners out there, all the fanatics out there, go ahead and check out David's columns and everything again at CBS Miami. Uh, follow on Twitter. Um, anything you guys need to know, Dolphins-wise, if we've got answers for you, um, it's here. And, and we're only talking Dolphins now because it's Dolphin season, but um, all kinds of Miami sports with the Miami Sports Lifestyle Network, uh, right. you know, that's and what we're here him, for. Ask David any types of questions. Maybe you're you're having some romantic issues. Maybe, you know, you you, <laughs> you want to wanna learn about a new restaurant opening up in town or something. Just ask David anything. Just ask the sports store. <laughs> No holds barred. <laughs> no holds barred, brother. Nothing's off topic. No, it's all good. There, we, Miami boy. there we go. It's perfect. It's set. All right, excellent. So, uh, guys, get your questions ready here for the show. And remember, you can tweet us throughout the week as well, too, at ISPSO or at Dr. Ray T. Uh, we got a lot coming up for you guys. Again, David, we want to thank you for coming in uh, and telling us again and keeping us up to date on and what's going on, with, not only with the Dolphins, but around the league. Uh, looking forward to talking to you after this week. This is kind of the, the big week of the preseason, week number three. Um, real quick before we uh, let you go, do you have anything that you're looking for specifically in kind of the, uh, you know, the last dress rehearsal before the, the season, but, you know, while, while the most of the starters are going to be in there, any position battles or anything that we should be taking a look at? Well, I, you know, just like the other games, you're, you're going to want to keep your eye on the guards. You're going to want to see how Dallas Thomas and Billy Turner do and the rookie Jamel, or, uh, excuse me, Jamel Douglas and uh, see how they do on the O-line. Uh, one thing I'm really curious to see uh, over the course of this game is uh, how the running game, and specifically Lamar Miller, do. Uh, you know, he's been out there for a couple of series, and he's made a couple – he's had a couple of nice runs. He had a nice uh, run after the catch last week. I want to see what he can do if he's out there for two, three quarters and he can really get some momentum and turn, you know, a couple nice plays into a nice game. So that's something I'm going to be keeping an eye on. And as we discussed before, uh, you know, watching Walt Akins and Michael Thomas and seeing how they fill in uh, for Lewis Delmas up there. And, uh, you know, as always, you know, I say it every week, but I'm going to be watching the kickers. You know, I'm uh, – <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned about the position. I saw that the Broncos cut Connor Barth today, and, uh, you know, I feel like if the Dolphins don't have already a couple of calls into his agent, they're doing something wrong. Uh, so we're going to have to see how that all plays out. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited. The third preseason game, it's, you know, the tune-up game. It's the funnest preseason game. You get to see the starters a lot. 
So let's just hope they play well and cross our fingers and, that nobody gets hurt. And David, when when are we going to see an explosive play down the field, like you know, eighty yards, boom? Well, I, if it's going to happen during the preseason, it's going to happen on Saturday because you know it's yeah. not it's not like you can just go out there and hit them like that with consistency. It's tough to just come right out of the shoot and nail them in your first couple of series. A lot of the times, so over the course of a game, they run certain plays and they kind of work in patterns so they can you know, set the defense up. They want them to think they're going to keep doing this out of a certain formation, and then all of a sudden they hit you with a deep bomb. So I think if they're going to do it, you'll probably see them take a couple of shots this game just so they can kind of work with the opposing defense and get them leaning one way so they can go the other way. Hey, and David, one last question from me. I'm a, I'm a gamer. I don't know if you're a gamer. Have you, have you played Madden 16 already? No, I haven't played it yet. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I've heard some good things from a couple of my friends oh, that got away. beautiful. Uh, I beautiful. like that some of the Dolphins rankings are going up because I'm, you know, I'm that guy that I'll, if I'm playing Madden, I'm playing with the Dolphins. You know, that's it. I'm not interested in playing with another team. So yeah. uh, nice to see them uh, getting better in Madden. Yeah, man, I played it last yeah. night. I was uh, I was up until very, very late, man, playing Madden 16. Very, very impressive what they've done. Um, I, I'm I'm very excited about this new Madden, man, and 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 all the new things I haven't even really messed with. I just went in there and started playing now, and I did a couple of online games, but uh, really, really impressive. And the Dolphins in the game are are an impressive team. Very good team. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's all you can say, right, is it's about time. Uh, actually, David, I got one more question for you. This this last preseason game, uh, we saw Lamar Miller, you know, in there kind of for the, for most part of the of the drive, and then all of a sudden we see Damian Williams coming in with what should have been three touchdowns, um, well, close to being three touchdowns, what would have been a nice one-yard run until we had the challenge that backfired on us there. But, um, is this something that you're expecting to see throughout the season as well, too, him getting these goal line carries? Because that can be a pretty uh, pretty important thing for the fantasy players out there looking for those goal line touches. Yeah, it's hard to say at this point. Uh, I think at, right now I'd say they'll probably stick with Lamar. Like It's not like when they had Daniel Thomas and he was like a bruiser kind of back that you brought in there. You know, Damian Williams, he's similar to Lamar. Michael James is a smaller guy. Um, and Jay Ajayi, he he's not ready to take on any kind of role. He's still, you know, coming into his own, coming back from an injury right now. So I think Lamar would stick with the goal line carries. And, you know, as far as how much we're going to see the backup, which right now it's pretty clear it's Damian Williams, you know, it depends on what Joe Philbin does. If he does what he did last year, we'll see a lot of Damian Williams because Lamar Miller only got 13 to 15 carries a game. But if Joe lets Lamar become a three-down back this year and lets him get 20 to 25 carries a game, you know, we won't see Williams as much, but Lamar could become like a true legitimate fantasy running back, like one of the top four or five off the board. If he continues to look this season the way he's looked in training camp, at practice, and in the games, uh, he he could be explosive this year. He could be like a big-time fantasy player this year. Yeah, that's true. I think all good things to look forward to, basically. Now, Dr. Yeah. Ray, look, look, look at the time, Dr. Ray. Look at the time. I already told you. I think we're going to have to extend this show uh, another hour, at least a half hour, man. Look at look at the time. We haven't even spoken about uh, fantasy football. And uh, look, look, look at what you're doing. Listen, we've always talked about it. I don't know how we pack it into an hour, but we do. Um, we may have to pack it into an hour and a half. I don't know what we're going to do moving forward, but hey, you know, we, we, we only here once a week, you know, so, uh, it's a lot that's going on, especially right now. There's baseball, there's football, you know, basketball starting up pretty soon too. I mean, it's getting crazy out there. Um, but this is, this is it. This is what it's all about. This is, this is sports. This is Miami living. This is health. This is entertainment. This is information. This is what it's all about. So, uh, with that being said, Manny, want to thank you for, put, for putting together a great show. David, want to thank no you problem, for coming David. on again as well, too. Uh, we'll get thank the you, soundboard David. up and running. Uh, yeah, David, thanks again. Um, we'll get the soundboard up and running again uh, for next week. 
get ready for it next week. We're really going to have a great show. We're going to have uh, some more special guests. David's going to be back, and we're also going to have Denny Crime uh, from Mike and Sports. Um, great softball player to tell us a little bit about what's going on over there at Mike and Sports. Uh, so we're going to have him on next week. Um, and we're going to be talking about more health. We're going to be talking about more uh, preseason. We're going to be talking about the final dress rehearsal before the pre before the uh, the real season starts, the regular season. Um, and we're going to get into it all. So, guys, until next week, hope everybody out there has a great one. Be well, stay safe, and get your questions ready for the sports dork and the hot corner here with at Dr. Ray T and Manuel T. Ferrero the third. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. Huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000-square-foot showroom is Court-certified, guaranteed, and in stock, ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.